day of shooting, we picked the most difficult set ever. Smoke, mirrors in every direction. Love it. Welcome to Twilight. You're listening to Another Bite of Twilight, a podcast where we look back on our obsession with the Twilight Saga and continue to freak out ten years later. <laughs> Hello, recording. Hi, Mel. Hi, we're recording a podcast mm-hmm. like we've done many times. Yes, I have no idea what episode number this is. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us again. As some of you may know, we only have a couple episodes left mm-hmm. of Another by the Twilight. Really sad. We talked about that a bit in our recent Patreon yeah. Patreon episode. That you guys have been so sweet. All these messages we've gotten. Yeah, it's been really <sighs> unreal. And we feel bad about ending it, mm-hmm. too. But we want you guys to know that if anything comes up, like a big thing. Yes. There's a new release. And let's, let's put pressure on Stephanie now yeah. because of this. We will be back. We'll be back for one-off episodes yeah. here and there. Let's say Rob and Kristen get back together <laughs> again. Like, let's put that in the mm-hmm. universe. Of course, we'll do an episode on it. Like, yeah. So it's not goodbye for forever. And like we said, we're starting a new podcast, and we will definitely incorporate Twilight-esque things yeah. into it. So you can find us there, and we'll share information about that soon. We will. We will. I had a one-on-one with my boss. Shout <laughs> out. What you saying? Ron. Ron. <laughs> but he was shocked that we were, like, ending this and giving, you know, taking the plunge of ending our Patreon. He, like, I told him about the Patreon. He seemed impressed. And then he was like, whoa, you are ending that? Like, you are giving up your income? Mm-hmm. You're ending it? And I was like, yeah. But I feel like it's worth the risk. I I do. Yeah. No, I think <laughs> so too. And and it's like, I think it's fair to people as well because if we kept doing it, like, I feel like we might be kind of like pulling at straws for things yeah. to talk about. And I don't think that's necessarily worth people's money. True. Um, but we're not totally ending it because we'll still leave up the option to pay $5 a month. And um, if anyone has already listened and they're wanting new episodes yeah. after June 1st, there won't be any new episodes. But if anyone hasn't subscribed on Patreon, on Patreon yeah. yeah. If anyone hasn't subscribed on Patreon in the past and then they're like sad the podcast is ending <laughs> and they want to listen to our old bonus episodes, you still have the option to subscribe for $5 a month and mm-hmm. then cancel it after you've listened yeah or you could just keep paying for the rest of your life but <laughs> Imagine. i know just a permanent five dollar oh. patron <laughs> that would be awesome if there's some super wealthy maybe like royal or descendant of a super rich family person out there listening that is down to just keep giving us the rest of their lives <laughs> yeah but um five dollars <laughs> So that will always be up, and those episodes will always be there. And our episodes, our main episodes on Spotify and Apple, those will always be available, yeah. too. So we're not taking them down. That would be devastating. I know. It would feel like it never even happened, you know? Like we never even existed. Yep. I think we literally, in our Patreon episode last week, we were uh, reenacting the breakup <laughs> in Pretending New Moon. it was the podcast. <laughs> yeah. 
And then this whole thing about another podcast coming Oh, yeah, around. Jacob. Jacob, and yeah. <laughs> so of other podcasts, Mel told me something quite irritating yes. before we started So recording. I was just listening to Ashley Green's newest podcast episode. I haven't finished it yet. It's the one on New Moon. And her and Mel were like, <laughs> isn't it so crazy that Twilight Tuesday is now a thing? And, like, we're... <sighs> We're, we started it, and we're taking total oh ownership of that. They're so like, oh, it's because of us, because our episodes come out on Tuesday. So fucking I'm um, so annoyed. Not that we invented the concept of Twilight Tuesday, but they can't we claim it. Well, I'm sure somebody has said it before. Mm, it's an alliteration. Maybe, I, I mean, guess. it's not that clever, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the modern podcast world, mm-hmm. we came up with that. Yeah. Yeah. And they're taking full ownership of it. And what's annoying is, like, they know we exist. Yeah. Of course they do, you know. They must. But then again, they don't know a lot of other things as well. Which That's true. Mel acknowledged. She acknowledged that people were kind of coming for her which i felt mm-hmm. bad about because she's sad. not a celebrity you know? i do feel kind of bad about that mm-hmm. but yeah, i have to keep listening to that episode i don't know if they said anything else like maybe i'll listen it. to it on the plane tomorrow mm-hmm. i think i'll be editing this on the plane where are you going I'm going to California. You are? Mm-hmm. Just kidding, I already know. But. <laughs> Imagine if I didn't even tell you. I know. That would be freaking weird. <laughs> I feel like some friends are like that. Yeah. <laughs> My friend Madison went to Ireland for a month. And didn't, didn't tell anything. anybody. <laughs> <laughs> and was communicating to me while there. That's and so crazy. And still didn't For a month. So did she get like a... a new sim card or something like how did it work that's a good question maybe she was just using wi-fi yeah maybe that's yeah. it i did that my entire semester in london because i was i don't know too lazy to get a sim card after the first couple of weeks i was like all right i'm just gonna keep doing this i got one but it, it like you i ran out of minutes like so mm. quickly so the one time i used it was when we were in Lisbon and desperately needed to make a phone call because we were stranded with nowhere to (laughs) live. (laughs) That was crazy. I think that's, yeah, we like had a driver drop us off at a hotel that had no capacity at like midnight. It was insane. Because our Airbnb wasn't a real place. What? That's one of our craziest It's stories. truly you know, is. that Swiss couple let us go in. Yeah, and they were, like, blowing park. up like a mattress. Yeah, they gave us beer. It was so nice, mm-hmm. but we didn't stay with them. Yeah, Ugh. we went back to, like, write them a letter of gratitude. Oh, yeah. Someone, someone I read about today for today's topic is from Lisbon, oh. apparently. Wait, mm-hmm. me too. Wait, did we Uh-oh. do the same one? Did we accidentally do the same one? <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. Is it, is it Hilda's coming? Oh, okay. I think that's because they, like, intersected. But yes. I didn't actually do There's some Hilda's. crossover. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Now, yeah. <laughs> I have a quote. Okay, so guys. Mm-hmm. Today's topic is the other yeah. covens. They know Twilight. it from the episode that's true. title. That's true. Yeah. But what if maybe they're like listening to a bunch in a row. Oh, and they just and play. And this just started. Yeah. And that makes it's sense. It's on a speaker. I don't freaking know. Yeah. But today's topic is the other covens in Twilight. The side characters, you could say. Mm-hmm. Right? 
Yeah. And yeah, we had we haven't done this before. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's finally time. But I had a question. Mm-hmm. What's with the naming of the covens? Like, okay, the Irish coven. Are we meant to believe there's only one? Like yeah, those two that's people. So true. Are there only two people in that one? Or three? In a whole country. In a yeah. whole country. That doesn't seem That's right. so true. And what I don't really <laughs> understand, too, is, like, the covens move around a lot. Like, the Cullens don't stay in the Olympic That's Peninsula. True. So do they just go by a different name? Or do they even call themselves, like, oh, we're the Olympic yeah. coven? Yeah. Or is that just kind of, like, a easy way to phrase it? Maybe. Maybe it's just a labeling thing for the guide and the... Yeah. Saga, but it's not really a real thing. I do feel like they say the Denali clan all yeah, the time. Yeah, they do. But surely they They don't always sometimes. live there, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. But do they have a last name, the Denali? Oh, my God. Do any of these people have last yeah, names? Yeah, because the Collins have them. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, their last name isn't Denali. Yeah. I actually saw a car on the street today that said Denali on it. Oh, really? I guess it's a... GMC model of car? I didn't know that. I didn't know I was that. Like, hmm. Cool. Yeah, I don't think any of these people really have last names, which is an oversight. Mm-hmm. Some people it makes sense because some of them are like not really civilized in society. <laughs> I feel like they wouldn't really have a last name. Yeah. Like maybe. for what purpose? But surely like the Denali people would. I mean, yeah. like that they go by. And I feel like. We should know that because I feel like the Cullens would refer to them by that instead That's of so true. their location. <laughs> yeah, because they're from like Slovakia originally. Mm-hmm. So why are they not called that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that is an oversight for sure. As we've said in the other, like the werewolf episode, the Volturi episode, like the guide is weird. Yeah. The information that it provides and that it doesn't provide, <laughs> the vagueness, it's its weird. Yeah, and we <laughs> theorized, too, that Stephanie didn't really write the guide, or she probably wrote some of it, but some of it is, like, pieced together by an editor from mm, fragments of the book. There's, like, inconsistencies. I didn't actually use the guide. I used, like, the wiki pages um, for, like, all the people, which I think is, like, has a lot of information. It's probably the same. Mm-hmm. Although I do feel like sometimes people seem to know things that I'm like, how do you know that? And yeah. where did you get that from? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Like, we'll get into it with the French coven, which, like, isn't even in the books and isn't in the movie, really. Somehow people knew things about them, and I guess I'll take their word for it, but... Are they in the illustrated guide, the French No, they're not. So... Yeah, how does anybody... Is this, like, a fan Should we just fiction? get started with the French yeah, comments? Sure. I it. mean, because you sent, like, a list of them, yeah. which I guess you got from the wiki, mm-hmm. and I was like, what? I didn't know there was yeah. a French one. Because, like, I, I love... Know either. I love, like, France, you know, mm-hmm. French language, so I was like, what the heck? How can I not know this? But, yeah, they're not in the books at all. They were just, like, added to the movie... But then they were kind of cut out of the movie. Oh, so they're not even in the movie at all. <laughs> I think there's, like, one shot of them or something. Interesting. They, okay, let me see. They are kind of this coven that took the side of the Volturi, or, like, the Volturi asked them to be their witnesses. 
Oh. So they're on, like, the bad side. But apparently their names are Henri and Yvette, and Henri's later, but, like, I don't even know how people know Mm. that. And I guess Melissa Rosenberg said that the Voltori was trying to collect them for their gifts, possibly, but I don't think there's any information about what their gifts are. Um, they're just, like, in the background. Yeah, they stand with the full toy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. But if you watch the movie, you would probably just think they're random people. Because they don't have any scenes. Um, and then I guess they leave once Renesmee is determined not a threat. But so does everybody else. Yeah. So. <laughs> and I, I don't know if this is true, but I guess an extended edition... Of the movie? Yeah. Like, is there even an extended edition? I didn't know there was. I know. Maybe it's just, like, a version of the movie that that no one's seen, but, you know. I think it's mm-hmm. just that they shot things that didn't make it into the movie. Yeah. But apparently in that, Bella kills the Yvette lady, and... In the pretend battle, or... Yeah, in the oh, pretend okay. battle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sorry. Walks right yeah, over in the her. pretend battle. You know, I know we didn't have yeah. to fight, but I'm just gonna kill you. <laughs> yeah, no, in the vision battle Bella kills Mm. her but yeah somebody was commenting on the wiki and I have no idea if this is really him but he was claiming to be the actor that played Henri and was like yeah it sucks our scenes got cut he commented like twice like we were cut from the movie like that's kind of odd I know it's weird must like casting for that role that's like not even in the books at all like Stephanie must have like kind of come up with that like it's so weird though yeah that they came up with it, like, let's add this. And then they said, oh, actually, no. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, why add it, though? I know. I mean, I know. there's so much going on at there's that point. It's the people. last film. Yeah. You know, like, we're just trying to... There's already so many new characters. Why add these people? Yeah. No, I think they made the right call. Mm-hmm. Sorry to those two actors. But it's already too many people. And how would they even introduce them? Because I feel like they would just be on the Voltori side. Would somebody be like, <gasps> "Yeah, the with French coven"? Voltaire's like whispering to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> like that'd be awkward. How do you naturally, yeah, introduce um, people at that point? Yeah, so. nobody would know their significance whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, so good on them mm-hmm. for realizing that was not necessary, and it's just kind of interesting little fact. But they're not really a coven, I guess. Mm-hmm. All right, well. Your turn. All right. Well, I will start with the Amazon Coven, mm. which are in the books. Um, <laughs> this consists yes. of three women vampires, Zafrina, Kachiri, and Sana. But Kachiri was actually left out of the film, so we only see Zafrina and Sana in Breaking oh, okay. Dawn Part 2. Um, Zafrina is played in the film by an English... English actress Judy Shaconi, who mostly does, like, TV stuff. I kind of stopped looking into the actors, like, after oh, a while. but Because I didn't do anything about yeah, the actors. Yeah, I don't think it's super important. Sorry. <laughs> um, and Senna is played by Tracy Higgins. Um, Higgins or Higgins? Higgins. Oh. Maybe you say it differently, but. Like with an E? Yeah, and then, um, as I said, Kachiri is not in the film. So, the Amazon coven, they live in South America in the Amazon. Mm -hmm. Despite not a lot of people being there, they feed on human blood. 
Um, and they don't interact with humans ever, like never, ever. They're never wow. around humans. They don't work jobs. They don't go to school. They're not trying to pretend to be human. They are they just... They don't have to. They don't have to. They're just doing yeah. their own thing. And when they see a human, they drink their blood and that's wow. it. Like, they're not doing anything fancy. Crazy. Um, not many other vampires know about them because they're, like, so off the beaten path. Like, they're really not interacting with people. I was like, how does, like, Carlisle even know them? <laughs> but they met Carlisle in the 1940s on a hunting trip. I don't know if Carlisle was the one hunting or if they were. Mm. I think they might have been. I'm not sure. And they were drawn to his compassion, so they befriended him. <laughs> and somehow they stayed in touch. Again, like, how? Yeah, I don't get that. Because, like, they don't have cell phones. Yeah. Like, they, they're really not trying. So, like... Do they have a mailbox somewhere? Probably not. Like, right? <laughs> How did they track them down? I know. Because it's not like the Cullens even have a tracker. Wait, this... Cut this out if if not, but this might... I was looking at Breaking Dawn just to see, like, when these people are mentioned. And... I feel like... They said something about going to find them. It's hard. It's hard on the fly, guys, to... Find things or remember things. Let me see. I I don't know how they tracked them down. So when Alice and Jasper left searching for the hole in Alice's vision, they came across the Amazons and sent Safrina and sent them back to the Collins. So they didn't even, like, seek them out. They just, like, ran into them. What? It seems, yeah. Wait, where? Or when? How? Well, obviously, so when Alice and Jasper were, like, out Oh. In, like, the Brazil area. They just ran into them. Oh, okay. That makes sense. I actually just found it in the book. It says, And then another pair of unexpected friends arrived, unexpected because neither Carlisle nor Rosalie had been able to contact the Amazons. They just walked up. Mm -hmm. But Alice had sent them, and that was interesting news, to put it mildly. Why was Alice in South America? Okay, so just coincidentally ran into them. Okay, so they live in the rainforest of South America, despite their... Okay, I already said this. So not many other vampires know about them. I said that as well. Okay, so here we go. Kachiri is 6'4", apparently, which is very tall. Um, That's so tall. She belonged to an ancient native tribe on the fringes of Pantanal. Did you say pun? Um, she was best friends with Safrina and Senna, who belonged to the same tribe. And then she was changed into a vampire. I do not know how. Mm-hmm. Some people might, but there's no evidence of that anywhere. Well, sometimes it says unknown. Unknown, yeah. yeah. Unknown. <laughs> Even into... Stephanie doesn't know. Yeah, Stephanie. She's not going to waste time trying to come up with it. <laughs> it's not important. So, Kachiri then went missing <laughs> to everybody else, Ooh. it seemed, for years, and Senna and Zafrina were like, where did she go? And then she came back and changed her two friends into vampires. Oh, after friends? Yeah, her two friends. So they knew each other as Ooh. humans. Yeah. Um, after she learned to control her urges. And when transformed, Zafrina came to possess the ability to protect visuals. And in the books, Edward describes it as... A very straightforward illusion. She can make most people see whatever she wants them to see. See that and nothing else. For example, right now, I would appear to be alone in the middle of the rainforest. 
it's so clear I might possibly believe it, except for the fact that I can still feel you in my arms. Um, the limitations mm. of that is her power can only work for people who are within a visual range of her and oh, okay. doesn't impact touch, and I don't think it impacts smell, but mm. it seems like it impacts sound in the movie, at least. So. Yeah, yeah. It might That's be true. auditory, too. I'm not sure. Interesting. And she obviously plans to use this power against the Volturi in the fight, um, but also used her power, apparently, in Breaking Dawn to distract Renez May with, like, pretty pictures and stuff. Oh, yeah. Did you remember that? I didn't remember it. Vaguely sounds familiar. I'm not sure. Yeah. Maybe, like, once they mentioned it. You know how they say a lot of the powers are from... Their previous... Their yeah. human qualities. Like, what the heck would that be? I know. Yeah. Like, maybe... Maybe, <laughs> I don't know. maybe, maybe you're really good at daydreaming. Maybe. But is that a skill? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I feel like a lot of these things that they say are skills... Kind of. But they're not really skills, like... That are valuable in human life, yeah. if that makes sense. Like math or, yeah, It kind of seems to me, and like I might be totally wrong, every vampire has the power or ability to have a super mm-hmm. ability, but like they don't know what it is yet. Oh, I hope so. If that makes sense. It's kind of sad that some people just have nothing. I know, it's not fair. <laughs> I think everybody probably has something, but they have to discover it. Mm, I like that. Um, I hope so. And some of them are, like, obviously cooler than others. Yeah. Um, Compassion. (laughs) I know. I know, like, what is, like, Esme supposed to be? Like, just, like, maternal (laughs) instincts? I don't know what that's good for as a vampire, (laughs) so. (laughs) Yeah, is that really a power? I know, it's just something you're good at. Interior design. (laughs) Yeah, it's like a skill, like, or a trait. Esme has the power to decorate a room perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> this is funny. And really um, use that against the Volturi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Ara was interested anyway. in Zafrina, obviously, because yeah. of this power. But they don't really need her that much because they have Alec and he can, like, take people's senses oh, away. Yeah. So mm. it's like, whatever. Yeah, like, what is she going to do in a fight? Like, I guess, like, put yeah. them somewhere else. Like, it's kind of the same thing that Alec can do, but his is, like not positive right 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 and she is described or they're all described as like wild looking they don't wear anything except for animal skin they're very very tall and bella describes them as like being stretched out like they all have like long legs and arms (laughs) like long hair long faces like they're very like Mm. tall like bella's always so dramatic by the way she describes people yeah um, and they move in very sudden, darting ways. Like, they're very sporadic because they're really not civilized um, the way they don't pretend to be human at all. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that's that's all I had for the Amazon coven. That's cool. I think, I think they're interesting. Mm-hmm. They're really different from the others. So mm-hmm. I think it brings a cool change, a new quality yeah. to the group. It's nice they came. <laughs> like, it's yeah. Like, they're not that social, so... Yeah, that is nice. Yeah. Hope they appreciated them. I guess next is the Denali Coven. Last names unknown. <laughs> okay, I feel like there's a lot of info about this group, so buckle up. All right, I'm ready for it. There's a lot of people in this coven. Oh, jeez. Okay, 
They're founded by Sasha, who was, oh, who transformed Kate, Irina, Tanya. Mm. Uh, but as we all know, she was executed for creating the immortal child, Vasily. Vasily? I don't mm-hmm. know how to say it. A little uh, boy. Yeah. Then Tanya kind of became the leader, apparently. I didn't really know that. Yeah. That's what it says in the guide. Do, do they all need a leader? It seems like they all have a leader. Yeah, they do. I guess so. Mm-hmm. As we know, they romanced the local men and they used to kill them, but now they're vegetarians, so the men they love survive. Uh, I still don't understand how that works. (laughs) I know. Well, they, besides the Carmen Lizard, they're kind of separate. The rest of them were born in, like, the year 1000. Wow. So they're freaking old. And in the guide, it said they had, like, self-controlled arrival Carlisles. Mm. So, I guess they're just really good at it. Yeah, but, like, don't the lovers feel how cold they are? And, oh, like, yeah, I know. And doesn't... Okay, TMI, but, like, isn't it not, like, squishy inside? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I know, I know. Like, it must feel different. I hope Ron isn't like <laughs> He actually was looking at my podcast, he was like, explicit? <laughs> Why is it explicit? Like, oh, I just put that because, you know, we swear sometimes. Yeah. Little kids, I don't know. Yeah. I know. We we probably don't even swear in every episode. Some of them are probably safe. I don't know. But you know what I mean? Like, they have to know that who they're sleeping with is not a human. Yeah. Like, yeah. Very close. Another thing I was wondering, too, is like, okay, now they say they're alive. How. How and why do they end their relationships then? Because none of them are with a man or human man. There's an ice cream man. Man, man. Ice cream man. Ice cream man's going by. I do want to take him up someday soon. Oh, me too. Um, But yeah, I was just wondering, like, why aren't any of them then dating anybody? Yeah, like in an yeah. Edward Bella situation. Yeah. 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 Do they just leave? They just ghost them? Like, what, what, you know, what happens? Yeah. Is it, is it, I mean, is it just all physical? I don't, I don't know. Are they they just hooking up? I don't know. And they're like, see you later? I don't know. But like, do they need a hookup? (laughs) You know? Apparently. Apparently. I just Um, don't know what a human could do for them that, like, I'm shocked they don't want to, like, convert one of them to be a vampire. Yeah, it is kind of contradictory because I feel like Stephanie previously made it sound like vampires, you know, like mate for life. Yeah, you know, like they fall in love and they never see anybody. And else. they don't have casual relationships. Yeah. So obviously the Denali they women do. do. They every single description of the sisters said they kept repeating it. Basically, like oh, they their flirtatious nature. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Mm. Those are their skills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder. I don't know if this is bad, but I just wonder how many people they've slept with. I know. <laughs> What's their body They're count? They're a thousand years yeah. old. <laughs> no, probably a lot. Probably, probably a lot. lot. I wonder if any of them are keeping track. And do you think, again, weird, but like, do you think, like, the guys, like, put a condom on? <laughs> like, it's like they don't need yeah, it. Yeah, true, true. You know, but. Yeah. Like, I feel like a guy would be like, well, I should put it on. I don't know you. You yeah. know what I mean? True. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess they say, like, oh, I don't need it. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Birth control. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) So, 
then, you know, Carmen and Lisa joined. I'll get into more detail, but then they're devastated by Irina's execution. But then Garrett joins with Kate. So yeah, that's so. kind of like the story of their coven. Mm-hmm. Um, but I first, in the guide, Carmen and Lisa are first, which is kind of weird. Because I feel like they are not, like, they're not blonde, you know. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah. they're not They're not the sisters. <laughs> yeah. Even though, the, even though Tanya, Kate, and Irina aren't actually sisters, like, they were all from the same place. Like, yeah. they go together, and then Carmen and Lisa are just kind of, like, the newer additions. And, but they're not blonde. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, they, Carmen and Lisa have dark brown hair, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, Carmen was born in 1700s. No specific here. Um, transformed by unknown vampires. Mm-hmm. She's from Spain. She speaks flawless English, but Spanish is native language. No power. Okay. Um, and she fell in love with Eliezer, and he used to be in the Volturi. Mm-hmm. He gives I, that vibe. Yeah, but I guess he was like a pretty gentle-natured guy. But he was in the Volturi because he has—he has a weird. I use that word too much, but he has a unique skill or power that he can, like, sense other people's powers. Oh, that's... It's interesting, but yeah. it's kind of lame, too. I you know. know. I know, because, like, like, like some of them are obvious. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, but yeah. I guess, like, someone like Jasper, it's good to know, like, oh, okay, he's controlling people's moods right now. Yeah, so he was in the Volturi, but he's pretty peaceful, so he didn't really... He's kind of like Carla. Like, he didn't yeah. like how... How did they let Evil him get away? Were. Well, he he fell in love with Carmen, mm-hmm. and then he asked if Carmen could stay or join. But the old story were like, no, she doesn't have a power. She's not. Oh, she's not. Couldn't they use the numbers? <laughs> no. <laughs> so then he was trying to like do half time with Volturi, half time with Carmen, mm, balancing the two. Yeah. But it was so violent that it was like ruining their relationship. Uh. So he asked. Aro, if he could leave, and Aro said okay. Oh, that's nice. I know. It's <laughs> like a job. I know. And <laughs> he put in his two weeks. <laughs> it must have been scary to quit, but I know. Aro didn't kill him because he thought he might be back someday. Okay. And also thought his power was like too useful to waste. Yeah. So. And to be fair, like he did ask that Carmen could stay. Like, yeah. He didn't just like choose to leave right away. It was yeah, one yeah, or yeah. the other. So. Yeah. I know. That's kind of sad. They were like, no, she's not useful. I know. Um, I mean, like, you would think that Ara would say, like, well, she can stay if we can keep you. Yeah. I know. I guess he wasn't that important to mm-hmm. them. Um, yeah, so then then they uh, came across the Denali. Well, I don't know what their name would have been at the time, but came across them and was intrigued by their vegetarian ways. And decided to join them, and they've been vegetarian, too, ever since. And, yeah. I just thought it was funny in the guide, you know how it says, like, famous quotes? Mm. (laughs) Eliza says, no one can stand against them. (laughs) And a very talented family. (laughs) Yeah, famous quotes. (laughs) What? Who could forget that quote? (laughs) (laughs) Then there's Garrett. Again, he's, like, new. I don't know why they were first, but... Um, he was also born in the 1700s, mm-hmm. and so he's from New England. 
Nice. Where in New England? I know, now? right? <laughs> At first, I was like, what? Represent. And then I said, wait, wait, which it's, state? Yeah. Why? Why can't you just tell us? Hi, Stephanie, or whoever made it. Like, it's so different. If you're yeah. from Connecticut or if you're from Vermont, that's yeah. so different. Is he from Maine? Yeah. Massachusetts? Is he in Boston? New Hampshire? If you had to guess, what vibe do you get from Garrett? Okay, so what, what's his time period? 1700s. He was a hot-headed patriot. Oh, I think he's in just good old Boston. Yeah, probably. Probably. Dorchester. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. He's like, he's doing the cobblestone yeah. stuff. He's, that's where he's at. Yeah, probably. But why not just say that then? I know. Why say New England? New England. Six yeah. states. Yeah, because then it's like, could be anywhere. I know. Is he from rural, like way north Maine? Yeah. I don't know if many people were up there then. <laughs> Maybe. I think some people were. But yeah, he was transformed during the Revolutionary War. And the vampire who turned him hadn't really intended to. I guess this vampire was kind of just like feasting on all the people that died in the war. And he had already drank so many people that he didn't finish with Garrett because he was like full enough. So mm. he just kind of like took a little drink and then left. So then Garrett turned into a vampire. Mm. And that's kind of all they have about him. But, you know, then he falls in love with Kate. And I guess he joins. Yeah. So, yeah. Irina was born in a thousand or year thousands. I don't know which <laughs> one. But I wrote, whoa. It's really old. Um, from Slovakia. Pale blonde hair. Apparently straight chin length hair. Didn't picture that. Um, she was developing a relationship with, with Laurent. She's a third sister after Tanya and Kate. In her human life, she was a pretty peasant girl in a farm community. Mm. And flirtatious by nature, never settled down. And I guess all three of them, their behavior got them the legend of like the succubus. Stephanie, like, pretends that that's from them. Oh, okay. Yeah, some, like, a woman that seduces you and then... Yeah, so I wonder if she was serious with Laurent. Like, were they mated, or was it just a kind of a casual thing? Well, because I did James's Mm -hmm. coven, too. Yeah. Apparently, Laurent wasn't as serious as she was. Oh, really? (laughs) She didn't know. Oh, my God, so she's, like, being a bitch at the wedding for no reason. She basically died for him. Yeah. think about it. Yeah, I mean, mean, like, in an indirect way. Yeah. Yeah. She resented the Cullens and, like, told on them because of, I feel like, the the Mm -hmm. wrong thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Out of crazy. <laughs> okay, it's funny too because apparently also James wasn't as serious as Victoria. Mm, yeah. What's up with both of these men being like? Hmm. But see, it, <laughs> it does totally contradict because Stephanie does say when they mate, they mate for life, and it's so serious and it never changes. But that's yeah. not the case. I know. Because like obviously they're mating a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true, true. <laughs> so for Irina, is this like her forever? Love, but it's just not reciprocated. Maybe. That's so funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I was just wondering, like, what I said earlier about, like, did they really see those human men as real lovers? And after they kept them alive, when and why move on? Mm -hmm. Just wondering that. 
Okay, next is Katrina, aka Kate. Didn't realize that was her real name. Also, in yeah, past, their names rhyme. Arena yeah. and Katrina. Yeah, true. Arena. Wait, and Katrina. they're not real sisters, though. They're not real sisters. No. That's interesting. That woman Sasha just changed them because they looked similar. Similar, mm-hmm. yeah. Kate has also straight, pale blonde hair, five foot six. Um, she, as we know, can electric shock mm-hmm. people. She's a good one. She's a big presence in the movie, I mm-hmm. think. Um, but when she was a human, she was basically like a bodyguard to a highborn woman in a warlike tribe of proto-Slavic people. Hmm. And Sasha and Tanya attacked the caravan that had Kate's charge. Why would she be a bodyguard? She's only like five six. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, I guess she was like she was a female bodyguard of a woman. Maybe it was like a thing. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but on a whim, Sasha decided to transform Kate, and it said. Kate is currently attempting monogamy for the first time in her long life wow. with Garrett. Wow. What are the odds that this whole, like, Cullen thing... I know. Brought, brought all these people together. Like, her and, I think, Irina start attempting monogamy for the first time. Like, yeah. I know. Everything's happening right now. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, because of the Collins. Like, they really are kind of matchmakers. Yeah, they brought everyone together. Then Tanya, also in thousands, Slovakia, starby blonde hair, very beautiful even for a vampire. Mm. So she's really good looking. And as we know, she's kind of into Edward. Um, Oh, she was actually like their mom, Sasha, air quotes mom. She was actually Sasha's great niece. So she was related to her. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of funny, like, then became daughter. Yeah. But she was intrigued by Edward, mostly because he showed no interest, and she never gave up her lighthearted pursuit of Edward, and then this is what the guide said, which was one of the reasons the Collins did not settle in Alaska with the Denali's. Mm. Like, Really? awkward, yeah. I know. It's kind of funny, like, oh, this is a problem. We can't live with them. I know, yeah. She's really into you. I think they would be way too big of a coven if they did stay together. Oh, yeah. That's way too many people. That's so noticeable. So then there's just the that boy, Vasily. There's really... Vasily? Vasily? I don't know how to say it. But there's not much information about him, but he was three years old. So. Oh, all three? Yeah. Oh, he was really young. I know. It's kind of sad to think about, like... His life is just over, you know? know? Yeah, he never even got to be anybody. Mm-hmm. Just three. Three. What was she thinking? I know. I, I mean, really? Yeah. So we don't know anything about him? Does he have a family? No info. Ugh, that's sad. I know. That's, that's evil. I know. She deserved to be executed, yeah. honestly. Yeah. It's crazy. Hmm? Well, that's the Denali Coven. Interesting. Alaska. Alright, my computer. It is interesting that they coincidentally, I mean, I'm sure some other people did too, but like they started doing the whole vegetarian thing just on their own. Yeah. Nobody mm-hmm. else I have is a vegetarian, so it's, it shows you how rare it is, mm-hmm. really. I am going to now talk about the Egyptian coven. So they are one of, if not the oldest vampire coven 
they were founded oh before um, 2500 BC. So they're Jeez. very, very old. In the modern coven, this consists of four members, Amun, his mate, Kebi. Did I say Amun? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Kebi, Benjamin, and his mate, Tia. They all feed on human blood. But the coven wasn't always this group of two couples. Originally, there was actually no coven at all. Um, Amun and Kebi and other unnamed vampires were just, like, living independently from each other. Mm. And then the Romanian coven began (laughs) to grow in power, and I know you'll talk about them. And that led to individual vampires, like, banding together to protect their dominance in the Nile River Valley. Mm. And so that's how, like, Amun and Kebi came to be. Did I say Amun? I feel like I'm saying it wrong. I don't know. <laughs> it could either be Amun or Amun? Amun? I don't I know. I think it's Amun, but... Okay. I think they say it in that movie, but I'm <laughs> just drawing a blank. So, then the Volturi rose to power and fought and defeated the Romanians, which I know you'll probably cover. And they were headed to take over the Egyptian coven next, and most of the coven refused to grant the Volturi any power of them. And they died because of it. But oh. Amun and Kebi really understood that if they didn't bow down to the Volturi, that they would be killed. So Amun, he respected the Volturi out of survival. But he mm. was bitter for being forced to, like, change his lifestyle and, like, follow the Volturi rules. Oh, I see. And he hoped that eventually he would gain the numbers to overpower the Volturi. Um, but Aro was obviously because, like, he can you know, tell what people are thinking, was aware of how he felt. And so he always (laughs) kept a watchful eye on Amun to, like, to, you know, make sure he wasn't trying to start his own army. So, yeah, to make sure he wasn't, like, recruiting members, Mm. which he did. So Amun recruited (laughs) Dimitri and transformed him um, to uncover his tracking abilities because Dimitri is a tracker and like the best tracker ever how did he even meet dimitri i don't know if you know this but i don't know sounds like he's russian yeah his name. it's like what how did you even track i don't know let's see yep but i didn't write it down then again i do think they travel around mm-hmm. even though they have like their nation they're associated with yeah, so unfortunately the Volturi found out about this, <laughs> and they used Chelsea's bonding abilities to persuade Dimitri to join the guard instead, oh. and so Dimitri left, and Dang. the th- interesting thing about Amun mm-hmm. and Kebi, mm-hmm. Kebi actually originally, like, before he they got together, she was a human, and she was one of his human slaves, he had slaves. Mm-hmm. And she was, like, the most, like, loyal and, like, the most obedient. So he transformed her into a vampire. She was also very beautiful so that he could be, she could be, like, completely loyal to him and not leave him. Are they a couple? They're a couple. And so she is, like, really, she's very beautiful. She has long curly black hair and olive skin. She's 5'3", but she's very quiet and obedient. She's fully devoted to him. She never leaves him. She never questions him. She doesn't make any of her own decisions decisions um Jeez. she's very impressed oh my god so it's not like a good healthy relationship oh no. that they have um i didn't realize that yeah i didn't know that either um 
Okay, so then we have Benjamin and Tia. Like, where do they come from, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so Benjamin, and we've watched a short story, a film about them, which yeah. was really sweet. Um, and their backstory is depicted in that short film, if you're interested in them. Benjamin, he was an orphan who grew up in Cairo and raised by his uncle to be, like, a street performer and a pickpocketer and just, like, make money however he could. And even as a human, he could control the elements. That's crazy. That's crazy, yeah. I don't know if I like that. Like, I, even though, obviously, this is a fantasy and, like, yeah. anything goes, I feel like in the human world, that stuff still shouldn't be a thing. Yeah, like, what? You know? Doesn't make sense. Yeah, how can humans do magical stuff too because <laughs> then this just really changes the world this takes place in it's yeah like, i mean but then again magic. bella is kind of a shield as a human too <laughs> but that's so less yeah extreme i don't know yeah like in that short story he was like literally controlling like fire and well. stuff Um, Meanwhile, Tia, she came from a family of many children, but her mother was obviously very poor and couldn't provide from her, so she gave Tia up to Mm. live with her mom's second cousin, who happens to be Benjamin's great uncle. So Benjamin and Tia are, like, very loosely related, but, like, not very close relatives. Um, Benjamin and Tia, they're living together. Benjamin's nine. Tia is seven. They meet and become very close. Tia convinces Benjamin to show his uncle his talents so that he won't be sent away. And this makes Benjamin, like, the uncle's favorite because now he can perform these, like, magic tricks for people on the streets. And he's the most profitable kid there. (laughs) So then Benjamin and Tia grow up, and they're really close, and then they you know, kind of become more than friends. Um, They secretly start saving up money so they can run away together. However, Amun has been noticing Benjamin and his abilities. Like, he's, you know, lurking. Yeah. He sees that this kid would make a really good vampire. And he's grown up now. He's, like, a teenager or whatever. Mm -hmm. So then he kills Benjamin's uncle, which isn't necessary. (gasps) I know. I don't think it's a killed uncle. So. I the uncle was like holding him back. Yeah, and then transforms Benjamin into a vampire so he could grow his coven. Um, Tia was obviously devastated by this, and she thinks that Benjamin has been killed with the uncle. Mm-hmm. And so she took her money and went back home, and she continued to steal for a living. Um, then she was actually, when she was old enough, her mother was offered a dowry for Tia's hand in marriage. So she married a clerk um, for a shipping company, and she's definitely better off financially, but she wasn't in love with her husband and still longed for Benjamin Mm. and was sad because of that. Meanwhile, Benjamin has been living in Amun's underground temple for five years. Like, obviously, Amun doesn't want to take any chances. He doesn't want the Voltori to come and find Benjamin. So Benjamin's not allowed to leave. Um, Jeez. He's brought humans to drink. Um... (laughs) And yeah, it's depressing. Yeah, it is depressing. But Benjamin still really misses Tia, so he ends up somehow persuading <laughs> Amun to let him leave to go find her. And he tracks her down at her house. And immediately, Tia knew she would be leaving with him. Like her mind was made up. Mm. She doesn't love her husband. She loves Benjamin. She wants to stay with him. Good. So Benjamin turns her into a vampire, and wow. now all four of them live together. 
But Tia, she hasn't really embraced Amun and Kebby. Like, she thinks that, like, they're taking advantage of him the mm. same way the uncle did back then. Yeah. But she just, you know, she's willing to stay, like, because that's where they are. Yeah. But. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, like, their core traits are described, like, Amun, he's, like, very paranoid and mistrustful, outspoken, possessive. But his, like, instinct is a strong survival mm. instinct, or his power. Cabby, again, just, like, <laughs> obedient and, like, oppressed. It's like, oh, you're a vampire. Yeah, well, like, you heck? actually do not know your power. <laughs> yeah. You don't get away. You could. But she's Crazy. like, no. You would think being around all these other vampires, too, she would see, like, okay, I'm in a toxic relationship here. <laughs> and now it's been thousands of years. Yeah. I feel bad for her. Like, 3,000 years. She needs to be liberated. That's insane. Yeah. And Benjamin, too. Like, you... That's too long. You're too good for this guy. Yeah. He's, like... He's not even doing anything to keep them there. You know? He's not like Chelsea or anything. That's way too long. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, yeah. They're, like, the oldest coven. Oh, my God. She's got to get away. And so (laughs) does Benjamin and Tia. Like, they do not need this guy. Um, yeah, Benjamin, he is, like, described by Bella as being very boyish-looking with midnight hair and an oddly cheerful look. He's 5'7". Bella describes him as having a confidence and carelessness about he- a- a- carelessness about him. Edward says that he has a good attitude and a clear <laughs> sense of right and wrong, and he has an independent spirit and is caring to those around him. Uh, Malik. Oh, yeah, and obviously as a vampire, he can control the elements, mm. which is cool, but um, he can't do any mental things. You oh, know, yes, it's just yes, like yes. an exterior thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's played by Oscar winner Rami Malek in the film. <laughs> um, and Tia, like, she also has a clear sense of right and wrong. Um, when she was a human, she had very nimble fingers and a beautiful singing voice, which made her, like, a really good street performer i guess and she's very insightful and intelligent hmm. and yeah that's the egyptian coven do you know how carlisle knows then <laughs> it's okay if not <laughs> i don't you know just he's just got a lot of friends yeah somehow yeah wow you know when i know this isn't that related but you sent me the picture of rami malik and Kristen mm-hmm. like dancing my reaction to that was like I was nervous. I thought they were like cheating on their. It is a little bit too close with, for comfort. Yeah, I was kind of like, oh, what's happening? Oh my god! I know, <laughs> I know, because they're both like dating like lesser famous people too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, where was his girlfriend mm-hmm. in all of this? Maybe she was there. Yeah, he's like picking her up. I know. And they pose on the red carpet together. Oh my god! But I do think they're both very beautiful. They would make a beautiful couple if they were together. (laughs) (laughs) They would make a beautiful couple. That would be insane. No, I don't want it. No. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah, I feel like in the movie he acts so happy, even Mm -hmm. though he's kind of a prisoner. It's odd. Yeah, it is interesting to think about Rami Malek being in a Twilight movie. Yeah, you know, Breaking Dawn. They must know each other from that film. Like, that's why they're friends, right? Oh, yeah. Probably. Yeah. Definitely. There's just so many people. It's, like, you know, hard to bond with everybody. Yeah. They must have seen each other again Mm -hmm. somehow. I guess we're going to be watching Breaking Dawn soon, right? The commentary. Yeah. So all this 
knowledge. It's crazy that all these characters, well, not really Denali and not, not like James and Victoria, but besides that, all these characters show up near the end of Breaking Dawn, yeah. the book. It's like, way too late, yeah. Like, even in part three of Breaking Dawn, they're not even in it until, like, half of that. Mm-hmm, yeah. I was looking at it, and there's still the whole beginning. She's a vampire, the snowflake. Like. I think from a storytelling <laughs> perspective, that is kind of, like, a mistake on Stephanie's part. Because I really, like, I know a lot, some people, like, really are invested in these characters. I don't care at all. Like, at this point, it's too late. Like, and we don't really know them. Like, if they were part of the, like, folklore, like, very early yeah. on, I think I would be more invested. But it's just, like, like a... For instance, the show This Is Us, they only have four or five episodes left. Mm. And they're starting to introduce some new characters. I'm like, stop. Oh, I hate when they do, do that. Do not do this. We're yeah. almost to the ends. I don't want to see, I don't want to meet anybody else. Shows always do that. It's yeah. so annoying. Yeah. And that's like this. Like, it's, it's <laughs> we're wrapping up the series. Like, yeah. I don't want to waste time on a stranger. I definitely feel more affection towards the people that we have known. Like, even like the Denali, like, mm-hmm. we've known about them for ages yeah um even the Voltorium, like yeah, yeah bring them back yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like james Victoria, i mean they all died but mm. like you know we know them it's like more interesting but these people the other covens um i don't know they there's just a distance there's no development there yeah yeah so i guess my turn mm-hmm. james coven yeah aka nomads um it's funny that's, like, the name for it, James. Mm-hmm. They're all dead now. All right. Sadly, all dead now. James was born around 1780, transformed 1805 around 25 years old. He was turned by a French vampire. And he's from northwest Pennsylvania near Lake Erie. Oh, okay. I just, I just, I know, I'm sorry. I feel like I'm so nitpicky, but why couldn't Stephanie... Or, like, you think maybe she didn't even contribute that much. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Why couldn't they pick an exact place? For everybody? Like, just pick a town. Oh, oh yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> like, why is it so vague? Like, specific but vague. Northwest I know, it's like they don't want to commit. Yeah. Like, in case they, like, want to <laughs> write a James story. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but apparently he's described as not as beautiful as most vampires. That's bad. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and that when he's a human, he was... Actually, considered quite ugly. Yeah, I know. That sucks. I think that's not true in the movie. I mean, he's good looking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm sure he in the books is good looking because he's a a vampire. Yeah, for human, but not for a vampire. Yeah. Even then, I know. Yep. So his dad was a French trapper. His mother was an English girl (laughs) 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 they came over to america i don't know because it was like that time i feel like that's the case for all these i know the dad was a (laughs) career move the mom was a mom (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, but i guess that's like not inaccurate yeah back then yeah um and they lived nomadically so i guess that was like his thing occasionally returning to montreal or pittsburgh to trade those places are not that close to each other. Does no. Stephanie realize that? I don't know. No, she's <laughs> not as familiar. With... <laughs> That's pretty far away. <laughs> I mean, Pittsburgh is 
really far from even like Wait, so as humans they yeah. would go between Montreal and Pittsburgh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's really at that time period. That's not easy to do. Yeah. At that time period it was hard to go from one side of the town to the other yeah, side of town. That's really far. That's freaking far. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um and his parents were killed by Iroquois the Iroquois, which seemed a little I don't know. Wait, what were they killed by? The Iroquois tribe. Which I don't know seemed. I mean, That's they probably not... started it or something, you know. Like <laughs> it sounded sounded bad, just like Indians killed them. <laughs> That's kind you of know? bad. Yeah, I know, Stephanie. I know. Well, Need did this. she say why? No. Yeah. See, she should say why. Yeah. It just sounds like. Yeah. Obviously, Iroquois they came probably... in and killed his parents randomly. Yeah. Yeah. We probably are asking for it. Yeah, probably. If we know James. You know. Yeah. Well, but that's kind of weird. Just, just a bit um, problematic, I guess you could say. Yeah. <laughs> Overused word, but yeah. But that was before his 11th birthday, and he was basically like on his own after that as an orphan. And mm. then he became the best tracker, oops, best tracker on the frontier as a teen and in his early 20s. Tracking what? <laughs> I think, I think because his dad was a trapper so i think like just hunting animals and getting oh, fur okay yeah so it is interesting that he kind of was doing that before mm-hmm. he's a vampire also called the ugliest mean but yeah. hey i don't know well maybe that's his origin story <laughs> yes. right that's why yeah. he's not yeah. the nicest that's true yeah he probably he's bullied yeah um not to defend his Evilness, though, later on. Um, but then he met a Frenchman who was intrigued by him and challenged him to a tracking competition, and he upped the stakes to life or death. Oh, my God. And James was like, yeah, sure. Why? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I guess he was just really cocky. And the challenge was that, like, the guy was going to release a deer into the wild, and James had to find it, and I guess vice versa, they were going to do it. And the person who doesn't has to die? That's yeah. crazy. I know. Who would make that I kind know. of bet? People are doing such silly things in these stories, but um, especially James. But then James quickly realized that this other guy was insanely fast and strong. Uh-oh. And said, like, hey, that's not fair. <laughs> so, what, like, they have to die. Like, does the other one kill the other I person? I guess so. But I wouldn't want to make a bet where it's like, oh, if I lose, I have to be a, or if I win, I have to be a murderer. <laughs> no. <laughs> but people, I mean, I don't know about 1700s, but people used to do that. They would always do duels that's to the crazy. death, you know? Oh, my goodness. I know. So, he says that's not fair. He doesn't know it, but the other guy's a vampire. And then the Frenchman says, like, okay. I'll give you the same advantage. So he turns James. He bites him. Oh, he's he was a vampire. Yeah, he's a vampire. Oh, okay. Which makes me think, why is this vampire challenging a human? Yeah, it doesn't seem fair. It's not fair. It doesn't even seem that fun. No, obviously <laughs> you're going to win. Yeah. So he turned James and said, like, oh, we'll do a rematch in a decade or so. Oh, okay, that's, yeah. Yeah, but James found him six months later and killed him. <gasps> wow. Yep revenge uh so then james so he's a he's a tracker mm-hmm. yeah. this is his thing and he started doing crazy tracking challenges just like for himself like he would go on a dock choose somebody like a crowded dock choose yeah. a person they get on a boat 
and go off. And then he would wait a few months and then get on the same boat, like the same route. To find go them. Go to that country. That's kind of fun. Yeah, go to the country the person just went to and try to find them. That's fine. He I always know. found them. He always yeah. found them. And he started getting bored, actually. Like, first he started out picking a person in a crowded city waiting and then finding them but i guess it was too easy for him so then he started tracking vampires mm-hmm. he almost got himself killed a couple times because he would like kill people and then kill vampires and then their coven or whatever try would to be avenge, like, yeah. what the fuck yeah so well, it's a really <laughs> impressive that edward killed him then. i it's i almost can't believe it i know like how did edward kill him yeah and how did he not kill <laughs> bella i don't know because <laughs> this guy is good like he's oh my god he's an expert but he met victoria in england and i guess he had picked up her scent and tried to find her for the longest time ever and it was did it, he want to kill her i guess i think at first he did yeah. want to kill her he's just trying to find her more than anything, but it turned into his longest hunt ever. Wow, yeah, because she's good at Yeah, because she's really hiding. good at yeah. yeah, that's like her skill is mm-hmm. escaping or whatever. They're definitely a hide-and-seek kind of couple. <laughs> they are, they <laughs> are, yeah. So that happened, like, as he was searching for her, eventually he was like, I'm just curious who this is. I want to yeah. get to know her. Like, he would see a glimpse of her red hair and stuff, but um, apparently, yeah, they, then they did, when they finally... He caught up to her. She simultaneously was like, oh, I'm kind of curious about this guy. He chased me all over. Um, they started dating or whatever. Um, but it says said James was never as committed to the relationship. Yeah, well, he's got his tracking. I yeah. mean, I feel like that comes first. You know? <laughs> it's kind of stupid. Like, yeah. You just want to run around? Like, okay. Yeah, like, like that's, I feel like, ultimately, <laughs> like, if I was Victoria, I'd be so pissed at James because, like, yeah. they had a thing going and then he threw it all away to go chase Bella. And then yeah. and that ultimately led to Victoria dying, too. I know. It seems like she actually was kind of, not really pissed, but she was nervous. Mm-hmm. And with the, um, with Alice, like, you know how he originally was tracking Alice or something? Mm-hmm. Um, he was originally trying to find Alice, and Victoria was kind of over all this tracking and was like, wait, maybe you should, like, assess the situation first. Like, what if she's with somebody yeah. that's going to kill us or get revenge? Like, mm-hmm. we should figure and out. he didn't care. Yeah, he didn't care. But then he ended up missing Alice because he got there too late and she was already turned. And apparently mm. he's always resented Victoria for that. But she, oh. she messed up his plan. Who cares? I know. <laughs> I know. Um... Does he ever just, like, kill someone, like, and it's not a sport? Like, it's Yeah, just... I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, so make it a game. James, let's not play with that dude. <laughs> yeah. He, like, has to. Yeah. It's kind of weird. It's sadistic. Yeah. yeah, he's bad. He's, like, perverted. Yeah. <laughs> like, he can only enjoy it if he yeah. <laughs> does this whole thing. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> when it's, like, actually, it's James, it's so easy for you to just find anybody off the street and just take them. Yeah. You have to make it harder <laughs> unnecessarily. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of interesting, but... Mm-hmm. I guess he wanted, it was his idea to go to the Northwest because he wanted to check out the large covens there. Mm. And Victoria wanted to wait and get more backup. She was nervous. Um, but he didn't listen to her. Yeah. 
Okay, then there's Laurent, and he's from the 1700s, Paris. And he was 40 when he was turned. Oh. I didn't realize that. He was turned by a guy named Boris. As you know, in the books, he's described as having, like, slightly olive-toned. Mm-hmm. As is, like, any vampire that had, like, darker skin yeah. in their human life. Um, but that wasn't wasn't in the movie. Um, he was born into an aristocratic but financially embarrassed family during the reign of King Louis the 14th? Wait, is that too high? I don't know. Did it go that high? I'm kind of bad at Roman numerals. Um, so, yeah, he was, like, kind of royal but had no prospects. Mm. Which reminded me of that quote from, what, Pride and Prejudice. It's yeah. like, I'm 27 years old. <laughs> got no money. No, no prospects. prospects. I'm already an embarrassment to my parents. parents. And, and I'm, I'm frightened. frightened. <laughs> that was Laurent, basically. <laughs> yeah. But 40. Yeah, he was frightened. Um, a Russian ambassador came. Oh, sorry, I skipped something. But somehow he got, like, a minor position on the French court. Like, I don't know, his family tried okay. to pull some spr- strings and get him something. Yeah. So he was on a minor position. And a Russian ambassador came, Boris, and he only came out at night, which I thought was a cultural thing, which is kind of funny. Mm. Um, like, Russians only come out at night. Yeah. And somehow him and Laurent got really close, BFFs, and eventually Boris just told him he was a vampire because he just wanted to confide in it. And Laurent begged him to change him. And so he did. And then he's with this guy, Boris, living with him. Then eventually he got tired of Boris's jovial habits. I don't know what that means. Yeah. I don't know. Like, what, dancing? <laughs> what, dancing? Yeah, I don't know. Too much partying. I don't know. He he just got sick of Boris, so he left. He started following someone named Vladimir around. Oh, okay. So he's been around the block. He's yeah. meeting all these different people. Yeah. yeah. It seems like... And I don't think this is at all conveyed in the movie, but I... Or the books, even, that... Um, that Laurent is, like, kind of power-hungry and just kind of tags along with people that he thinks are powerful. Um, social climber. Yeah, mm-hmm. he is a social climber. He tried to join the Volturi, actually, but he was denied. Oh, sorry. He started following around Vladimir. That's one of the Romanians. Oh, yeah. That makes I was sense. like, hmm, that sounds familiar. Who is that? Um, <laughs> <laughs> one of the people that you studied. Yeah, yeah. He started following around the Romanian vampire Vladimir, but then he tried to join the Volturi, and he's denied access mm. because of his association with the Romanians. So then I think that's kind of why he started following around James, because he was like, oh, this guy's, like, really yeah, good yeah, yeah. at hunting. And then so. he goes to the Denali coven, too. Yeah, yeah. But it said that with the whole Cullen conflict, he his instincts told him he was on the wrong side. Mm. So that's nice. Um but I also said that he didn't take the passing flirtation with Irina as seriously as she did. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like the vegetarian thing is, like, tough to adjust to for him yeah. as well. Yeah, so I he's know. Like, I don't want to be with you if you're going to kind of limit, like, what I drink, you know. Yeah, and I feel like they'd only known each other for a couple months. So yeah. it's understandable. That is so interesting. That I never thought about that for Laurent. That he he does like he, he hears them briefly mention the Denali. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go find them. 
I know, he just ditches yeah, Jameson like, Ventura right, right okay. away. I, know, I feel like there's so many people like that in real life who are like <laughs> just like always jumping from group to yeah, group yeah, just yeah. to like... He's like, I've grown tired of his ways. Yeah. <laughs> but he's, he switches his, you know, his friends all the time. Mm-hmm. He is kind of a social climber. Um, Victoria, last one, born in 1550s at age 18. Her sister Anne turned her. She's from England. No accent anymore. At least in the movies. Yeah. Um, maybe she has one in the books. I can't remember. But I don't think it was described that way. Um, her special ability is evading enemies. And her mother was a scullery maid. Her father was master of the house. Master of the house. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the words too. Master of the house. <laughs> now I want to watch Lee Miss. Yeah. So she was a... A legitimate child. Yes. So was her sister Anne. I took notes, so like I don't have the whole story here, but something happened to the mom. I don't know. And her and her sister Anne were on their own, and they couldn't find any work, and they had nowhere to go. And then Anne was kind of like recruited by a pimp yes. instead, which is unfortunate. But the pimp guy let Victoria stay in the house. As like trade for Anne working for him, so yeah, Ooh, it's really really not great backstory. I mean, it's very depressing. Um, and one night Anne went missing. She went out to find a client and never came home. And Victoria kind of became like a prisoner of this pimp guy. Um, but eventually she broke free, and then she was a scullery maid at fifteen, after being a thief for a while. But then one night Anne returned, and she was a vampire. Mm-hmm. And she bit Victoria, turned her into a vampire, and then brought her to a house in the country with other vampires, which I think you covered, yes. Hilda, Mary, and Heidi. And Victoria lived with them happily for two years. I know you're going to cover this too, but then mm-hmm. Hilda rescued another woman, Noella, from Lisbon. Mm-hmm. Then Victoria came and said, you're drawing too much attention, there's too many people here. And Heidi agreed to join the Voltori. The rest, I don't even know if they were even an option or if they just were like, um, I don't know. But the Voltori killed the rest of them. Mm. But Victoria escaped. And I don't know. That, I don't really know anything about between then and James. But after James died, she was extremely lost and paranoid. And um, also just a random fact that James had once tracked a werewolf. Oh. <laughs> and he killed it? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure what the outcome was. But because it, it got into the whole story, and basically it was recapping what happens in the Twilight books, but, like, that she makes an army. And, you know, I didn't yeah. think it was worth saying, but yeah. that she was surprised to see werewolves and that she would only encounter them yeah, once it's interesting. Oh, she... when James tracked mm. one. No wonder, like, were they the... Shapeshifters. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. The children of the moon. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I guess I'll get into Hilda's coven since you kind of sure, touched yeah. on that. So this was like a girl group. Um, So there's <laughs> this um, woman, Hilda. She was a German vampire in the 1500s. I don't know anything about her. Like, <laughs> what she was doing, like, how she became a vampire. Maybe it's somewhere, but I don't know. She just was a vampire. And so she... She would convert people or transform people mm-hmm. who, like, she pitied their life and thought mm-hmm. she could, like, give them a better life. 
So she first turned Anne, which is Victoria's sister, and then these two women, Mary and Heidi. And you kind of got into Anne's backstory. Like, she had a very sad life. They're, like you said, they were illiterate children, which is a terrible phrase, mm-hmm. um, because they are born out of a relationship between the maid and a master, and they just, like, grew up as servants, and then they ran away, and yeah. then, you know, the whole pimp thing, and pretty bad. And so... Hilda pitied her and turned her into a vampire and Anne stayed that way for five years till she could control herself and then went back and turned her sister Victoria because Victoria's life wasn't much better than it had been years prior. Mm-hmm. Mary and Heidi, I don't know what their human <laughs> lives were like. Like, I'm discussing they were poor too and so that's why Hilda changed them. Yeah. And I bet Hilda probably was also poor and so like maybe she like saw a part of herself in their lives. I'm just guessing, yeah. but that's probably why. She did this. Um, So they lived together for several years. And then, as you said, the last person that they changed, Noella, was from Lisbon. But she never got to move out of the newborn phase because the Voltori showed up, accusing the ladies of causing too much attention, according to Caius. But that wasn't true. Like, they weren't really doing anything wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, But Hilda objected to the accusation and then was beheaded by the guards. (gasps) I know, sucks. Chelsea then used her bonding power on Heidi to make her join the Volturi without question. Oh. Does Heidi have a gift? I could look it up right now. How do you keep talking and I'll look at All the right. guide? Um, I feel like she does and that's why they got Heidi. Probably. So then Victoria told all the other ladies to run. Oh, And yeah. so they all took off in different directions And then, like, the Volturi gave them a head start, but they found (laughs) Noella, Mary, and Anne, and they killed them all shortly after Mm, this. That's sad. Victoria, though, has that ability to, like, hide and, like, the gift of self-preservation, so she was able to get away, and the Volturi just, like, let her do it because she wasn't that much of a threat. And then Victoria was later killed by a vampire named Edward (laughs) (laughs) Gillespie in the early 2000s. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. And yeah, the mountain. Yeah, and so that coven doesn't exist anymore. The last surviving member is Heidi, and she's with the Volturi. Wow. And did you discover she has a power? It says, special abilities. She is overwhelmingly physically appealing to men and women, humans, and vampires. Resisting her allure is possible, but also very difficult, especially if she's trying hard to attract. That's interesting that the uh, Volturi thought that that was, like, worthy of having. Yeah, like, yes, you. Yeah. Come. Yeah. You're good I guess looking. she does, like, bring humans in yeah. and stuff. She's almost like that, in a way, I mean, she can't change people's bonds, but she's so alluring. She can probably get anyone to join. Or, yeah. Or, like you said, bring humans in. Mm-hmm. She's just like, follow me. People do. Right this way. I feel like the Victoria stuff is tripping me up. It's almost like... Cruella or the Joker or something. It's like it's making me feel bad for the villain. I know they could come up with a whole movie <laughs> in Victoria's point yeah. of view. Yeah. I'm surprised they haven't tried to do that. Yeah. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. That's I good. would prefer a Victoria like story than I would a Jacob and Renes. I don't mm-hmm. I don't, mm-hmm. unless it was kinda like the fan fiction. You yeah. Read. Yes, I would love but it. A different ending. Yeah. Jacob overcomes imprinting. That would be I would like that. I would love it. I would be, like, full-on Jacob fan. Yeah. yeah. I loved that story. Mm-hmm. I was so into it. It was so yeah. cool. You it were was... just reading it to me over the phone. I was so immersed in it. Yeah. 
All right. Next one. Mm-hmm. Romanian. Nice. I always think they're Russian. I know. <laughs> yeah, they give that vibe. Yeah. So, as you said, they dominated the vampire world for a long time, but they were overthrown by the Volturi in, again, so weird. I don't know why they can't be specific. 400 slash 500 AD. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I couldn't mm-hmm. just pick a year. Okay. There's only two left, though, out of the original 12. Wow, 12 is a lot. Yeah. And I think that they had, like, probably even more vampires kind of, like, below them, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense. But it was 12, and now there's only two, and it's Stefan. Stefan? Stefan? Yeah, I think, like, Stefan. Stefan and Vladimir. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Stefan. We don't care what you did, Carlo. (laughs) (laughs) Reading their stories, they're not too long or in-depth, but... Really makes you think, like, man, it must be so frustrating they didn't get to take on the Volturi. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, from they're from before, before 1000 BC, but I don't know when. Mm-hmm. From, oh, guys, I'm sorry if I pronounced this wrong. From Dacia, Dacia, I don't know, like, what is now Romania, mm-hmm. I guess it was called that. I'm so sorry if I... Butchered that, but I think one of one or the other is probably yeah. right. Stefan's five foot three, Vladimir's five foot four, they're both small. It's funny how we know all their height. I know. But like, we don't that's know. very important. Yeah. <laughs> I actually never think about height when I read. I know, books. me neither. It's it doesn't weird. really matter to me. <laughs> I know. Um But you can't give us a date of birth. Yeah. Or a last name. <laughs> <laughs> they have powdery skin, kind of like the Volturi, but their eyes aren't cloudy like theirs. Mm. I don't know not but yep because they're like not quite as creepy looking and so their guard so they had a guard like the Volturi does and apparently Volturi kind of like copied them like their model Mm. ruling the Volturi took inspiration from but the difference being that the Volturi were much more private and like went underground whereas the Romanians were just like openly vampires yeah and were ruling humans and vampires and yeah they were just very obvious about it. But um, their guard was, like, focused on physical strength, not powers, which apparently was their downfall because the Volturi then collected all these people with powers mm-hmm. and was able to take them down because their their vampires were only, like, strong. So, um, but also, the guard said something about that apparently talents back then weren't as potent or, like, as uh, prevalent, much yeah. because vampires hadn't realized yet that you could, like, seek out talent in humans and mm. turn them on purpose. Uh, that, so maybe some vampires don't have powers because they were ordinary <laughs> humans. I know, it's sad. So their battle versus Volturi lasted more than a century, and that's a long time. And he lost his mate, but we don't know the name of the mate. Yeah. <laughs> Not important. Yeah. <laughs> Just um, a stupid woman. Yeah. Maybe a man. I actually always think it only said mate. It didn't yeah. say. I was like, and I, I don't know, I kind of gave vibes from them. So. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that is the gay character in Twilight. Yes. <laughs> that is the gay character. Yeah. And I think Vladimir, too, I think also lost a mate. Do you say what? Do you think that they have something together, Stefan and Vladimir? (laughs) 
I mean, the two of them have been together for a long for time. A long, and they're not looking for anyone yeah, else. true. It's been <laughs> centuries. It's been thousands yes. of years. They definitely they have something, something going on. Yeah. yeah. It's between the lions. <laughs> so I guess ever since the battle, 100-year battle, whatever, they've always been on the move to hide from the Volturi because the Volturi still wants to get them. Um, Vladimir... So they both have, like, the same backstory, but mm-hmm. they would offer, like, different details for each. So apparently when they ruled over vampires and humans, they ha- demanded slave labor and human sacrifice. So, pretty bad. Yeah, that is bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's really bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they were uh, pretty evil. They were not good people. It's um, so crazy, then, that the Collins, like, they... Hang out with them. Yeah, associate with these people who go against everything that they believe in. I know. Literally everything. And you know what, Carlisle? (laughs) I know that you're compassionate. (laughs) Yeah. But you kind of are the people you associate with, too. I I mean, why would you... Maybe they've changed. Yeah, true. It was a wicked long time ago. I don't know. Still wrong. They're not doing that stuff. Oh, no. They they all are killing people. Yeah. They are killing people, that's true, but they don't have, like, any power anymore yeah um but vladimir's mate whoever it was did survive the battle but then was killed around 810 ad because they tried to fight the volturi again oh okay they tried to regroup repopulate and topple volturi again (laughs) oh no (laughs) they had a hundred new recruits wow i know so they really tried tried, to take on the volturi but the volturi decimated them and they never tried again. Well, good thing that two of them survived. Though. I know. I mean, they're lucky. Yeah. Once again, those two survived. Um, but yeah. with that perspective, I'm like, whoa. Yeah. This is their third, almost their third battle against the Volturi. I think they finally think like I'm surprised the Volturi were like you two. <laughs> yeah. I'm taking get, you yeah, out. Get over here. <laughs> I know. It is weird. They just walk away. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So that's all I have for the Romanians. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I would be pissed if I was them. <laughs> and I, it makes me think, though, that, like, the Cullens, like, first of all, they are, like, causing all this problem. <laughs> and, and, like, the Volturi knows that the Cullens now have all these connections and yeah. can form an army. Like, they're... They're a, a threat. They're a huge threat. Like, yeah. okay, how many members of the Cullen family are there now? Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> Eight? Okay, like... <laughs> Carla, um, Esme, Alice, Jasper, Emmett, Rosalie, Bella, Edward, Renesmee, and then I don't know if we count Jacob. No. Okay. No. So nine. There's nine, nine members. That's a huge coven. Wow. Yeah. And they have the werewolves. They have all of the werewolves, and then they have all these friends <laughs> who will drop everything and support yeah. them. I'm really surprised that Tori agreed to just leave. Mm-hmm. I can see, not that I'm saying it's right, it's obviously wrong, but I can see their argument to, like, no, we should take them out. Yeah. This is too, too and much. And wait, like, okay, guys, you're going to cancel me for this, but, like, <laughs> why in the books do they agree? Because obviously the movie, like, they see Alice's vision and see it's, like, way deadlier than they thought, but, like, why in the books? Just because they want Alice and Edward for themselves? Seems like an outstanding conflict. Maybe they thought that they people would realize how corrupt the Volturi is if they did that. But it seems like they've been just randomly killing people for centuries. 
you know, like this yeah. Hilda group, they obviously weren't doing anything that wrong, and they just yeah. came in and killed them. So yeah, like they don't have like anything against killing all these people. Mm-hmm. Maybe they were scared some of them would die in the process, so they didn't want to risk the chance of themselves dying. I mean, it's definitely a bigger army than they've ever faced before. Yeah. And they know they have, like, powers. But I think it really leaves the door open for another huge problem. Yeah. Like, the columns are always going to be a target. And I feel like a good sequel would be, like, the columns have to decide to break up. (gasps) They can't all live together be so sad i know no and who do they choose (laughs) and it's more of a it's more of like a um an emotional drama Mm. there's no (laughs) there's no like violence or anything there's the threat of it of course but it's more about like a family how far apart do they have to be can Mm. they live in the same town or no no i don't think they can do that Mm. So it's like across the country. Alice has to choose between, you know, Alice and Jasper. Mm. Do they want to be with Carlisle mm. and Esme, or do they want? I don't mm. know. <laughs> I bet Rosalie would be down to leave. Oh yeah, oh yeah, she's the first to go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I think Belle and Edward could kind of do their own thing yeah. too. I feel like everyone would like to be with Carlisle and Esme. Yeah. And I think Carlisle would want Bella and Edward. I know. So, but I also feel like Rosalie would want Carlisle. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, but it's, like, tough because it's, like, you can't have, like, too many people with powers together, too, because mm-hmm. then they're still a threat. So. True. I just, I think there's, the Voltor is always going to be mad at them and, like, yeah. always going to see them as, like, the biggest threat. So. I know. The more we... Every time we talk about the Volturi, it's like, yeah, wait, what? Mm-hmm. Why didn't they have a battle? Yeah, I don't think you guys live happily ever after. <laughs> yeah. I actually don't think so. I think there's going to be problems down the line. Me too. Eventually. There's got to be. There's definitely open open conflict. Mm-hmm. Do you have anybody else? Oh, I have yeah, two yeah. more, do, actually. Yeah. So... I, I did a little bit on, like, the nomads with okay. no covens. Okay, so I'll take the Irish one and then hand it back to you. Okay. And then I'll do the Mexican one last. Irish. Irish. We're Irish. Did you guys know that? <laughs> um, so the Irish coven consists of Siobhan, Liam, and Maggie, and they were established in the early 1650s. Mm. And they drink human blood, but they're pretty civilized within human society. It's a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So Siobhan is the leader. She's described as being six foot two, which is wow. tall, with a body that moves in a in smooth undulations that define her lustful figure. Such a weird way to say that she's, like, a bigger woman. Yeah, I know. She has strikingly attractive facial features. Um, she's large and seductive... Oh, she has large, seductive, violet-blue eyes. Whoa. Surrounded by incredibly long lashes, um, which are her dominant feature, though her eyes change to red upon transformation to a vampire, and she oh. has... Beautiful, radiant smile that could light up an entire room. <laughs> I hate when people say that. Um, in the books, she has black hair, but in the film, obviously, she has red hair because they're Irish. Yeah, gotta be Irish. <laughs> Stereotype. Yeah. <laughs> so she was the only daughter of a blacksmith and his wife. <laughs> and 
This was very unusual because she grew up in a village where people had a lot of kids. So she really stuck out because she was an oh, only she, child. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that wouldn't really actually be that yeah. big of a deal. It might. Maybe. I'm sure there's other people who, like, their I mean, mom died during childbirth yeah. and they're an only child, too, or something. Wasn't our nana, like, one of... We should know this. One of, like, 11 or something. or something? Yeah. Yeah, or she had 10 siblings. Yeah. yeah, so a lot of people had a lot of kids, so it's kind of weird. She was just an only child. Um, and she's always very beautiful, but very, very tall. She was taller than her own father at 16 years old. Wow. Um, as I mentioned, she's six foot two or six foot three. Wow. Um, and she helped her father forage. Um, her dad died in an accident. I don't know what kind. Obviously, there were no cars back mm-hmm. then, so I don't know what kind of accident. When Siobhan was only 17, she took over the blacksmith business, which people had a lot of strong opinions about because, like, a woman wouldn't really be a business owner at that age mm. in that time period. Um, but then eventually everybody grew to love her, and um, people nice. actually called her the big blacksmith girl. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Big blacksmith girl. Uh, which she didn't mind, but um, <laughs> it did make men like less attracted to her Aww. because of that nickname. No. Her no- notoriety Aww. attracted the attention of a Turkish vampire named Sankar, oh. who was looking for female vampires to add to his um, just like group coven <laughs> of female vampires um it's a little creepy i know yeah <laughs> it is definitely supposed to be creepy i think so then he abducted siobhan oh wait yeah it, it is creepy he abducted her in the middle of the night he raped her and then he bit her and then he took her home with That's him horrible. it is really sad actually That's i forgot like a about that horror story yeah and she's only 20 years old Aww. so it's very sad but Siobhan, her strength was her strength. And so she mm. was, like, way stronger than most newborn vampires. And she ended up killing him. Good. Um, along with three of his most loyal servants. And then she went off to travel alone and learn the vampire way of life. Oh. And then she met Liam. And Liam was an Irish warrior who fought in the Irish Rebellion of 1641 and later against Cromwell's um, reconquest of Ireland. Um, He was in his 30s when he was turned into a vampire um, through one of the most accidental types. Or, yeah, a common accidental type, which was battlefield excess. So I think, like, soldiers were, like, that's what happened to Gary. Yeah, yeah. Like, they just, like, drank them, and then, like, they stopped. So he wasn't, like, meant to be turned into a vampire. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Um, once he was a vampire, they... Let's see. Are they together? Yeah, they're a couple. Together, together. Got yeah, they're together. <laughs> they live together. So he, once he became a vampire, though, because of his, like history in the irish army he only actually likes to hunt and drink from english men oh (laughs) wow yeah because of his past (laughs) you can't let that go what does he do when he's in america i know i was wondering that like i'm sure there are some english people over there Yeah, true (laughs) certainly english descent poor poor taurus yeah (laughs) um so siobhan met him during 
the first six months of his vampire life and like taught him the vampire rules and just about how to be a vampire and he was very quickly taken aback by her beauty and they quickly became a romantic item nice so then there's maggie and as a human she had a very strong ability to tell when people were lying which made people really uncomfortable around her Mm. and some people thought of her as the devil because of this gift that she had Contramatic. <laughs> so then there was the Great Famine of the 1840s in Ireland, which decimated mm. her village, which forced her family to leave for America for a better life. But her family didn't have enough money for everyone to go, so she couldn't go, and she oh was left God. behind to care for her grandparents. And she felt this was mainly because her parents were uncomfortable by her ability to smell out their lies, which is like... <laughs> How often are these people lying? I know! Like, just be honest with her. <laughs> they don't like her because of it. They can't lie. Maybe like, she was, like, uncomfortably blunt or something. Yeah, maybe. I like, there's probably two sides to this story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, when she was 15 years old, Siobhan and Liam found Maggie lying on the road in Cork, and she was dying of starvation. <gasps> She was lying on the road. She was really not doing well. And right away, she knew that they were not human because she can just tell. She has intuition. Mm -hmm. And Siobhan could sense sense Maggie's intuition and expected Maggie would have a very special gift of the human and promised that she would make her strong. Mm -hmm. And Liam really wasn't sure. He was pretty hesitant about this. Um, And I think, like, he didn't really want to share attention from Siobhan. Yeah. But Siobhan convinced him it was a good idea to turn her, and um, now they all get along. Like, they're all very happy. It's not like a third wheel situation. Like, it's fine. That's good. Yeah. Siobhan and Carlisle are, like, good friends. Um, Siobhan and Maggie are both mentioned in Edward's flashback in Midnight Sun. Um, It's described that Siobhan first met Carlisle in December 1919 when Carlisle and uh, Edward came across her and Maggie's trails. Carlisle and Siobhan shared a happy reunion um, and Carlisle introduced Edward. Oh, that's when 1919 is when Edward first met Siobhan. Mm. And Siobhan assumed that um, Carlisle created Edward out of interest for his gift, not knowing it was just a pure coincidence. And Siobhan thought about Carlisle's Ed, uh, Carlisle denying Edward the greatest joy of life, which is him drinking blood. Oh, yeah. Um, and implanted the idea in Edward that eventually led to him leaving in 1928 to try mm. out drinking human blood for a while. And although she doesn't initially believe it, Carlisle thinks that Siobhan has the ability to manipulate the outcome of a situation by visualizing how it's going to go. For example, Whoa. when Maggie joined the group, Liam was very territorial, but Javon wanted it to work, and then it did. I don't know. I think that's kind of a stretch. <laughs> yeah. And I think also in Breaking Dawn, like, Siobhan says, like, it's going to work out, and mm. it does. But, like, is that really a power? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she's just positive. Yeah. Sometimes it works out. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, know. so in, at the end of Breaking Dawn, Siobhan decides that she's going to try to work on that power and see mm. if she can you know, kind of strengthen it. So, I don't know. Like, maybe it's a whole bunch of nothing, but... <laughs> a whole bunch of nothing. I bet we were looking too far into it, but I remember us thinking Carla and Siobhan were, like, flirty. Yeah, I remember. I was trying to, like, think of, like, try to come up with something to prove that, but there was an attraction there on mm. Carlisle's part, mm. I think. Mm. I wish... I don't know. I'd like to see a little more. Like, what makes this woman so... 
captivating. You I know? know, like that's not even her power. Yeah. Um. Mm. So yeah, actually, I have to go to the bathroom. Okay, we can just keep it going. Yeah. I literally feel like I'm wearing a wig right now. It's like freaking me out. Really? Oh my god, Sean just told me that one of the mouse, um traps went off with the mouse in it he said i threw out the whole trap because i didn't want to see the beheaded mouse Ooh, creepy Ooh. well which trap guess it worked yeah i guess we got one my mom's like making it done make it done just a point no I think your hair looks beautiful though. I really do. I'm like, really? yeah, I really do. Guys, I just dyed my hair back to brunette today. Oh, I, feel like I forgot we we're recording. Yeah, we are recording. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that whole mouse story on the podcast. Um, yeah, after having blonde hair for like two years. Mm-hmm. I feel like Kristen Stewart. How does she change her hair color all the I time? Know, I, don't know. I know. It's crazy. It really does look so beautiful, mm-hmm. and I think it really like all of your features are popping. No, I. It's nice to shake things up, I think. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I was very. I missed the blonde kind of already, though, Mm -hmm. but I was getting really used to it. It didn't really, like, do much anymore. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I am brunette. I still thought of myself that way in my head. Mm -hmm. You can never really, like, you know. Leave it. And it'll be nice for to not have to worry about getting highlights all the time. You'll save a lot of money. I know. That's one of the main reasons I'm doing mm-hmm. it, because in this economy. Yeah. <laughs> New York is expensive. Yep. Everything, I feel like, is going up in price. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's a lot. Yeah. I can understand why Nikki Reed didn't bleach her hair for all those years. Yeah, I mean, the damage, too, it's. Yeah, not easy. I know. I need to cut my hair too. Mm-hmm. I hate it. Like, ugh, I put so much water and so so many protein things on it, but like, it's just not the same as it used to be. Yeah, you know? mine's not either. Like, I have bleach in it now mm-hmm. too, and I, I feel like I need it cut. When it dries, it just is. Well, you know, we have curly hair, and so it just doesn't look curly. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this looks bad, and I'm like trying to add to it. And yeah, it's stressful. Yeah. Hair. We did a hair episode. Mm-hmm. One of my favorites. You can Google it. <laughs> <laughs> so where do we leave off? Okay, so I you're gonna do some of the nomad. Oh people? yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't go too in depth about all of them. Actually, like I'll just say Peter and Charlotte. I didn't write anything about them. Sorry. Like we know them. Yeah. It's Jasper's friends. I feel like we get the backstory in the book, and I don't know. I didn't feel like the guide. Oops, I didn't feel like the guy had added that much. Mm-hmm. So, nothing to say about Peter and Charlotte. That's okay. Sorry, Eric Odom. Yep. Sorry. Friend of the pod. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm going to be really exaggerating. <laughs> Goma. I think a uh, distant acquaintance of the I pod. I wonder if he will remember us 10 years into the future. Oh, wow, I know. I wonder hmm. how often he thinks about us. <laughs> Probably never. Not that often. <laughs> I still love the time that Guy Justice from the Twilight Festival oh, yeah. invited Eric to hang out oh, with yeah. us. 
and Eric was like, I don't know if my girlfriend would be okay with that. <laughs> like, we weren't trying to get with you. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> a guy what? from Breaking Dawn, guys. A guy from Breaking Dawn was like, yeah. my girlfriend wouldn't want me to yeah. hang out with these I girls. kind of forgot about that. Yeah. Wow. It's just so funny because, like, we were, I just thought it was innocent. I know. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Sorry, Eric. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. He's not listening. We know you didn't. Yeah. So, Alistair mm-hmm. is who I'm going to talk about. Because um, he's interesting. And, you know, he's played by that guy, Joe Anderson, who's in Across the Universe. Yes. Uh, Kurt Cobain. Joe's lurking. Looking, yeah, 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 yeah. Kurt Cobain looking. <laughs> so, he's from 1300. He's from the year 1300 or around then. And mm-hmm. he was turned at age 20. He's from England. He's six foot two. He's tall and slender. Mm-hmm. And when he was a human, he loved birds. <laughs> oh, I, know. I know, I loved that. That's was, that was why I was reading it. I was like, okay, I gotta talk about this guy. Yeah. Um, and he spent more time with them, them than people. That's so nice. And he was a falconer, so he had like, he you know probably wore the glove thing, and he had falcons that would yeah come back to him and land on his hand. I don't know. He was into that, but his dad was a baron. And, you know, we're American, so I don't quite know what these titles mean, you know? Yeah. But he was a baron, and he was in a conspiracy to overthrow the king at the time. And then his dad got really into the occult, and he said, yeah, he said he sold his soul and paid an unthinkable price to make Alistair invincible, because he wanted to somehow get Alistair to, like, I don't know how he was going to pull this off, but to become king or, like, somehow become more important or something? Mm -hmm. I don't know. He just wanted to get his son in charge somehow. So he kind of, like, brought Alistair to this weird dungeon or something and had him sit down and lock the door. And there were all these other dudes there witnessing this. Mm -hmm. And they let in a vampire, which this was so weird. It said his name was... Astaroth, but actually his name was George. Why? <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> I don't know. Do you think Stephanie even like remembers <laughs> this stuff? Like, if you said like, why is that the case? Like, what? Oh yeah, I don't know. I recall. <laughs> maybe he just came up with like a scarier name. Oh yeah, maybe. to trick the humans yeah. or something. Because George is yeah. just George. So Astaroth slash George bit Alistair and Alistair transformed into a vampire but he was unable to control himself and he like slaughtered a group of peasants and then he was furious at his father for doing this to him so he pushed his dad aside but he accidentally killed him oh I know that sucks and he went back to his house and he realized his mom and sisters were not there and then put it together that that must have been the sacrifice his dad oh made. Oh, my God. So, I don't feel bad for the dad. Yeah, no, dad was horrible. He yeah. was obviously just, like, power hungry. Um, and That's Alistair, so bad. I know. So, Alistair had nobody now. He's a vampire. He sought refuge with his falcons, but they couldn't bear his presence anymore. Mm. So, he couldn't He couldn't even hang out with the birds anymore. Um so does he have the ability to fly? Because he really liked <laughs> no. birds. Oh, no. See, I, I, I know. I don't think he has anything. He left civilization that night. He mistrusted everyone from that point on. He met Carlisle in the 1700s, and Carlisle was concerned about 
how lonely his lifestyle was, and he would, like, check in on him. That's nice. Every few years. Yeah. Check in on your friends, people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's basically it. Yeah. Um, and then there's also Charles and McKenna, who I didn't really remember no. who they were. If you ask yeah. me who McKenna in the Twilight series is, guns in my head, I'm dead. I'm yeah. dead. Yeah. <laughs> they had an interesting story, but I don't really remember them. So the guy's name is Charles. Charles, yeah. We already have a Charlie in this I know. Universe. Charles and Charlie, yeah. So Charles is from the 20s in Denmark, and he is with McKenna, and they met in Barcelona when he was a law student. And so she's interesting. Her family... Um, there's, like, vampires in her family that have stuck around the whole time. So, like, probably, like, her great-great-great-great-great-something is an uncle, and he's still around, and, like, he'll turn some of the family members into vampires, and they just, the whole family's in on the secret. Yeah. There's, like, vampires in the family. Um, and she, oh, some of the people in the family have been turned, then left, like, Renata. I don't really remember who Renata is. Well, Tory person, <laughs> um, but she's part of McKenna's family. But mm-hmm. she left, so McKenna planned on being turned by this ancestor Luca. But then she met Charles and fell in love with him. And was like, oh shoot, my plan was to become a vampire, but now I'm in love with this guy. So she still went through with it, became a vampire, and then she turned Charles herself. And I don't know, they're friends at the con somehow. And are they at Breaking Dawn? I guess, yeah, they. Oh, I think okay. they are. They must be mentioned. It's yeah. Too many people. I know. <laughs> it's kind of a cool story, but, yeah. like, such a side character. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's it. That's all I got. All right. I just have um, the Mexican coven. All right. Which we know about them. You know, we, we learn quite extensively about them in Eclipse, so. True. They're obviously not there in Breaking Dawn like all these other people so it's kind of interesting yeah so they were formed in the 1850s and they consist of Maria Lucy and Nettie and Maria was born in Mexico between the 17th and 18th century Mm non-specific she's (laughs) 5'1 with brown hair age 19 in the film she's portrayed by Catalina Sandino Marino um who I don't know who that is, unfortunately. Um, we don't know how she was turned into a vampire, but originally when she was, she belonged to a coven called the Monteterry Coven, and she had a mate and, like, two parents. They're not real parents, but, like, her vampire parents. Mm. And then during the Southern Vampire Wars, which was led by that vampire Benenito and his newborn army, which we learned about in Eclipse, her territory was destroyed and the coven was taken over and her mate and her like parents mm. died mm. um and so alone maria joined forces with two other vampires lucy and nettie who also had lost their like covens or connections or whatever mm-hmm. during the war and so not much is known about them. Like, Maria's definitely the leader, and they're the sidekicks. But Nettie is a little bit more, like, malicious and devious and mm. power-hungry, whereas Lucy is definitely just kind of, like, along for the ride. Um, they both obviously, like, are, like, down to, like, get... to, like, grow their newborn army to, like, defeat 
um, I don't know if it's like specifically Benito mm. or like other people <laughs> um, who were trying to like take you just know, anybody control of this area. Yeah, just kind of anybody. But both Lucy and Nettie have less control than Maria, so Maria's like in charge of like turning the humans into vampires and growing the army. We know from the books that Maria recruited Jasper, obviously, because of his experience as a soldier. And then once she learned that he had the mood control abilities, she put him in charge of controlling all the soldiers to make them obedient to her. And she pretended she had feelings for him. Oh, that's horrible. But she didn't. She wasn't over her ex that died. Um, Lots of this kind of stuff going on. I know. A lot (laughs) of people, like, they aren't on the same page. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, But she's being deliberate about that. And so, obviously, she, like, used her pretend feelings to, like, manipulate Jasper. Because, like, how do you manipulate the manipulator? Oh, yeah. You know? That's such a good point. She did that. Wow. So that's why he was loyal to her, because he had feelings for her. Wow. And so, and Nettie actually eventually persuaded Lucy to turn on Maria, because they felt that she had too much power and did not want to surrender their territories territories to her um, and seek out another place. So they plotted to overthrow her um, and, they, and Jasper, but Maria... Um, she caught wind of this through Jasper, and they, um, they were killed. <gasps> Maria, um, Jasper Luce, killed them. Um, and the two were killed when Maria and Jasper surprised them with a preemptive attack. I think they both were in on it together, Maria and Jasper. Wow. So it's kind of crazy. I know like, they were a group. They were. Jasper would have done anything, and so wow. like yeah, and then Maria died as well somehow. I'm drawing a blank on this. I did not write it down. That's okay. I think just like in the war. Probably. Uh, She's not still out there, right? No. No. I could check. Do we see her die like in the thing? I was her puppet. Maria. (laughs) Maria. (laughs) Okay. How did this vampire die? We're going to say bitch. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> How did this bitch die? Alistair. Oh, it says, no, I don't think she died. <gasps> the wiki says the coven is still active to this day. Oh, my God. Only Maria as the permanent member. Wow. Five years later. Yeah. Yep. It's in present tense in the guy, which I guess okay. means she's still alive. I think what? there's potential for issues there. That's true. His ex. His ex is, is still out there. What if? Also, Jasper is not that serious about Alice. (laughs) It could be possible. Yeah, every year Maria ordered Jasper to dispose of the vampires that had almost lived up to their year mark as newborns. But Jasper found promising skills in Peter and persuaded Maria to keep him. Two years later, Peter fell in love with a newborn named Charlotte and betrayed Mm -hmm. the coven after multiple failed attempts to keep her in the coven. Together, they fled to Mexico. They fled Mexico and went up north. Jasper could have slaughtered them in no time, but he chose to let them flee. After this incident, Maria's feelings toward Jasper changed, and the two of them started planning to eradicate one another. Oh my God. Five years later, Peter returned to visit Jasper and told him about life up north. He invited him to join them, which he accepted to avoid killing Maria in hopes of finding a better future 
than his life in the coven that had depressed him so much. Wow. The coven is still intact to this day with only Maria as the permanent member. Wow. She continues to create and dispose newborns to protect her territories and has come to forgive Jasper for his betrayal. All right, so no, no, um... No blood loss there, except yes, a lot of but blood. She's, she's horrible. <laughs> she's not great. She can't work with anybody. She can be the only permanent member. I'm surprised that Voltori haven't, like... I know. ...tried to get her. Sometimes like there's a lot of people That's who weird. are kind of causing trouble. Yeah. That's so dramatic and tumultuous. They're literally a romantic couple, and they're both secretly plotting... Trying to kill each other. Yeah. It's like you. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant me No, no. I know, the show. You yeah. on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, was it on Lifetime originally? Mm-hmm. Acquired by Netflix. Credit, give credit where credit is due. <laughs> New on Lifetime. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I guess that's the other covens. Those are the what's what, A lot of people. What, what do you think is your favorite coven? Mm, my favorite... Or person doesn't have to be like a coven. I do like the Denali girls. Who do you I th- think they're interesting? Which coven do you think has the most potential for like a spin-off novel? Um, I mean, a lot of them are interesting. I thought mm. the Irish stuff was interesting. I think Victoria's backstory is pretty long and. I don't know. Yeah. It, it's interesting that she's, like, a villain to the Twilight story, but yeah. you do feel kind of bad for her. Um, I think she has so many layers. Like, yeah. we see her, if we saw her as a human, and then with the the girl gang, and then we see yeah, her true. with Laurent. I mean, mm-hmm. that's tricky, too. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think Laurent is quite interesting. His, yeah. like... His like social <laughs> so climbing. Yeah, that that's is cool. pretty cool. I feel like the Amazon coven is like less developed. Like Yeah. They're just described by Stephanie as like just being wild and like that's it. But like we don't know anything about them when they were humans, which mm-hmm. makes them like less interesting. Which is a shame. It'd be cool to know who they were before, because obviously they were somebody. Yeah, true. Um obviously Benjamin I think is kind of like a star. Yeah, he is a star. But the other two, like, Amun and Kebby, they're just, they're kind of depressing. Yeah. <laughs> He's no good. He's like, that no... would be a drag to the story. Yeah. <laughs> really, a lot of these people are not great to have. I would have, no. I, I feel like they could have made Breaking Dawn Part 2 a little bit scarier. Like, you can't really trust these people that you have. No. No. That you're dependent on. That's true. They agreed not to hunt in the area. <laughs> yeah. I know. But, they're still hunting somewhere. Yeah. It's kind of insane. The mm-hmm. Bella is, like, okay with it. I know. You were just a human. I know. Like, a week ago. It's crazy. Uh, I did like Alistair with his birds. Mm, yeah. sad. Interesting. But he doesn't have, like, anything nice going on now, you know? Yeah. He needs a mate. He does need one. <laughs> Everyone's taken. <laughs> yeah, wait. Who's there? Tanya. Oh yeah, Tanya. She's available. I mean, she still like needs to get over Edward. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, Maggie. True. I feel like he could get along well with Maggie. 
Maybe. One of the Amazon women, maybe. I don't know if, like, they're not, (laughs) like civilized enough within human society but does he need to be around humans i don't i don't know yeah. i think he left civilization actually mm-hmm. he's just oh. been kind of like on his own he'd be great in the amazon and there's mm-hmm. birds are there yeah. <laughs> he can look at them yeah maybe he can't hold Hang them out anymore with them. but yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, um i'm surprised he doesn't have like the ability to like talk to animals it's like a dr doolittle <gasps> thing that should be somebody's power. Yeah. That would be so cool. I know. That's a good idea. Like, it doesn't serve any purposes <laughs> of him. <laughs> I was like, this the is too strong. Yeah. We can't have an animal whisperer. Yeah. Um, yeah, who else is available? I mean, we don't know his sexuality, I guess. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Mm? He should take Kepi away. Yeah. Yeah, she oh, needs yeah. a new lover. He's she needs like a sexy wild man. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm worried for her. I know. That's really depressing. She doesn't know. Yeah, and like you said, it's been forever. It's been so long. The uncle seems so annoying, at least in the movie too. I know, yeah. He's so controlling. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm surprised that he even let Benjamin get near the Voltori. I know. I mean, that is like actually crazy. They kind of, the more you look into it, the more you're like, well, obviously the Volturi would take him. Yeah. Like, they have Chelsea. What, yeah. They could just take Benjamin right no, then and there. No, didn't they? Mm-hmm. I guess Bella was using her shield. Oh, you're right. But, yeah. I'm glad sense. you thought of that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she was really projecting, yeah, like, yeah. very strongly. Good thing she... Thank God. Yeah. Yeah, good thing she knew about that. Mm-hmm. All right, I guess that's those are the other covens. Wow, I guess that's everybody, right? Mm-hmm. We've covered everybody in the story. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's a couple people yeah, we haven't probably. covered. Probably a couple. Oh well, but I feel like we did every category. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, thank you guys for listening. We still have another Patreon episode next week, and then another normal episode week after that. So yeah, we still have more episodes coming out. See you next Tuesday. (laughs) We love you, but we gotta plan a catch. Gotta plan a catch. Bye. Bye. You literally have one to catch. Yeah. You can contact us at anotherbiteoftwilight at gmail.com or find us on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at anotherbiteoftwilight. The music is by Traces. See you next time.